Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern Ned Reynolds in the studio. It's Friday. Thank God. Get your red on. So it was made official yesterday, 2024, a 12-team college football playoff picture. Yeah, it's about four more than I think it should be, but that's all right. It still is going to change, and it's going to give virtually everybody and maybe some who don't deserve the opportunity a chance at playing for the national championship and end a lot of the bickering and so forth and so on. And you're right, it will take place the, and the first games will be at the end of the week of December 21st, but it's 2024, so we have a four-team playoff this year, 2022. It's actually morphs 2022-2023, and then next year, next season, 23-24, and the following year is when the 12-team playoff begins. And the way it's going to work, folks, is that the top four teams, a committee, first of all, gets together and seeds all 12 teams. They take teams, the highest-ranking team from the power conferences. It doesn't necessarily mean they're all going to be there because some of them won't be highly ranked. At least you assume that's going to be the case. But the six highly-ranked teams from conferences will be the first six. The second six will be the highly-ranked teams who aren't in conferences, who are wild cards, so to speak. They may play in conferences, but they didn't win their championship. So then they'll be seeded. And the top four seeds, the top four seeds will get a bye in the first round. And then it'll be five versus 12, six versus 11, a graduated scale down. Four games to start, and then the following week, the quarterfinals, four games, that's when everybody plays. Then the semifinals, two games, then the championship. Think it'll work. I think it'll be a lot of fun. It'll certainly provide a lot of extra entertainment for football in weeks between the prior to the Christmas holiday and then the other bowl games, but it does render the other bowl games in a very minute status. Kind of does. A, bit, a little bit of a, a little bit of a controversy right there, but uh, we'll see how it works out. But the whole plan begins in 2024. I, I like what they've done. Um, reading about it yesterday, I had no idea the Rose Bowl was so pissed off about this whole thing because of the sunset and keep all it, that. Keep in mind now, the Rose Bowl is the oldest of all the bowl games. I get it. But... Began in 1902, and while it wasn't the contract at first, it was later on where the Pac-12 played the Big Ten, and that was a tradition. It was also traditionally the last one. That changed in the 1960s, the Orange Bowl, and then the Sugar Bowl, and some of the others began to change. It's always a changeable circumstance, and the Rose Bowl felt, yeah, we have to change our contract, uh, contractual situation to be a part of this, and they did. And they would have been stupid not to. State Championship Weekend in Missouri Prep Football. Who's playing who? We have two area teams who are involved. Reed Spring and one on the fringe, Lamar. Lamar's always there, of course, but <laughs> seems that way anyway. Reed Spring is playing St. Louis Cardinal Ritter, and that will be the Class 3 state championship game. That'll be at 11 a.m. tomorrow at Faroe Field in Columbia. Be a pretty good game. Uh, Cardinal Ritter's a very, very good football team, but so is Reed Spring. And Reed Spring has Caden Wiest on their team, who is a top recruit for Missouri State University. They are, it'll be a good football game. The Class 2 state championship game is Jefferson City Blair Oaks against Lamar. And that will be this afternoon at 3 o'clock up at Faroe Field. Now, Mike, I want you to kind of picture this a little bit. Blair Oaks this year in their playoff games have games they've won with 71 points, 54 points, 42, and 66. 
My God, they have run up and down the field. Sounds like a basketball game. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> and Lamar. I was like, wait, are we still has, talking about football? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't. Lamar has three games of 56 points each and one with only 54. Wow. My God, is the scoreboard going to blow a fuse? That's going to be a It bet. might at Faroe Field. That'll be, and that game starts at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, Lamar and Blair, I wouldn't be at all surprised to see Lamar shut them out. Lamar, yeah, I know you now, say that, but watch what happens. But Lamar is really, really good football team. Man, I wonder what the over-under on a game like that would be. 91. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last night, we had uh, Thursday Night Football. We were all hoping that the uh, Patriots would show up and hand the Bills an L, but that did not happen. They don't have any offense. Uh, New England's offense, and, and you saw this with Jones uh, over in the quarter, on the uh, sidelines yelling at his players, and hey, you can't have something like that. And he's an Alabama kid. Come on. Uh, New England just can't score, and Belichick knows this. He's going to have to rebuild the team. Uh, it was all Buffalo, 24 to 10. Buffalo's very good. It's nine and three on the year now, and the Chiefs, of course, are eight and two at the moment. But going into their ball game on Sunday, still pretty doggone good contest. And uh, Buffalo showed how strong they are. They dominated the game. New England's never in it. Oh yeah, they did. Well, for about two minutes in the beginning, I was like, wait, they might. No, it's over. Uh, last but not least, Team USA. Tomorrow morning, we've got World Cup action. Uh, just wanted to mention our friends over at The Roost on Cox and Republic are going to be doing a thing, 845, $2 beer specials, Bloody Marys, uh, All-American breakfast, eggs, all that good stuff. So get on out there if you want to root on Team USA tomorrow morning. So, Ned, you got plenty of time to go out and get your uh, red, white, and blue body paint, get painted up. If you need me to come help you uh, do the stars on you somewhere, I'll do that. I don't have any Dutch in my blood, so we'll see what the USA does against the Netherlands. <laughs> USA. USA. Basketball Bears open their conference play with a win. When do they get to the court again? Tomorrow night at 7 o'clock at the Great Southern Bank Arena here in town. And this is a good team coming in. I, I really didn't perceive Illinois-Chicago, the Bears, of victims in the first game as being a real good team. They couldn't handle the ball. They turned it over 15 times because the Bears play that kind of defense to force turnovers. Now, can they do that against a Bradley ball club that is very good? Well, we're about to find out. Bradley can play the game. They played some tough hombres here in the early going, and now they come in to help the Bears open up the home portion of the conference season. This is as early as I can ever remember. Last year, they had one conference opener in early December. This year, they're opening up in November, which they did the other night in Chicago. Anyway, the Bears will play Bradley. That's a 7 o'clock game. That's their home opener for the Missouri Valley Conference. Pretty cool stuff to see from those guys. So the jury teams were in action last night, is that right? Played Umsel up in St. Louis, and a split occurred. The Lady Panthers, who of course are nationally ranked, were a 77-55 winner. You knew that was going to happen. Not very many teams are going to beat the Drury Lady Panthers. They are very good. They only had the one loss to Ashland, and that occurred last week. The Panthers are experiencing evil days. They fell to Missouri-St. Louis, which is undefeated. Bob Sunvold is their coach, and he's done a very nice job of recruiting the for the Tritons ball club. Anyway, it was Umsel 86, Drury 63. Panthers having trouble just shooting the ball. They only had 50 attempts at the field goals, uh, 50 shots, that is. 
And uh, while they shot a pretty good percentage, got to shoot more than that. And Umsel, of course, had 30, I think they were 31 of 68 or something like that, some remarkable percentage. But be that as it may, a win for Missouri-St. Louis on the men, a win for Drury on the ladies. Very exciting stuff. Chiefs in Cincinnati this weekend, Ned. Yep. And we have a little broadcast right here on the cave, and it all begins at 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon with the Ozarks pregame show known as Ned Talk, and we'll be on hand to do that. That's at 1. That goes from 1 to 2, and then from 2 to 3, it's the Chiefs pregame show, and then the ball game itself. It'll be kicking off shortly after 3 o'clock. It, I, folks, I think this is going to be a pretty good football game. Kansas City's a two-and-a-half-point favorite against the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati runner-up to Super Bowl champions. They have played well. The Super Bowl champions, the Los Angeles Rams, have not played well this year. And the, <laughs> the Chiefs are getting them back-to-back. Rams last week and the Bengals this week. What happens? I think it'll be a good game. Uh, Mr. Burrow is all set to try to drill the Chiefs' defensive backs with a whole bevy of passes. Cincinnati appears to be in pretty good shape. I think the Chiefs probably are, too. It it just figures to be a very good football game, and it'll be right here on the cave. So we invite you to spend a Sunday afternoon with us. Go Chiefs. Get your red on. It's Red Friday. And Ned, have a great weekend, sir. And to you.